Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Healthcare Entrepreneur Book Review. I'm your host, Wesley Guthrie, and this is episode 14. And the title of today's podcast is Resilience is the Key to Long-Lasting Success. But before we get started, I wanted to talk a little bit about a powerful way to grow your healthcare business and raise your authority in your sphere of influence. I'm talking about self-publishing your own book. Have you always thought about writing a book? Do you have powerful ideas that you want to get out to the world through writing? Trust me, you don't have to be a great writer or have any knowledge of self-publishing to do that. Book Boss University has you covered. I work for the Book Boss University as the primary editor, and we have helped so many healthcare clinicians go from just a book idea to complete publication. Go to www.healthybooks.net to learn more. That's www.healthybooks.net to get started. Now, onto the show. How's it going, everybody? I wanted to talk about a very uh, important topic, I think, and um, something I've been revisiting and something I I discovered in this book that I've been reading, and I'll just go ahead and give you the reference. It's uh, The Dynasty by Jeff Benedict, and this is basically about the history of the Patriots dynasty and how Bill Belichick went um, you know, from working for the Jets and for Bill Parcells to... Uh, basically running and training arguably the greatest quarterback that has ever played the game of football, and that's Tom Brady. And Bill Belichick himself could arguably be the best coach to ever coach the NFL. And um, But I'm not here to talk about football. I There are qualities that I saw when I was reading this book that I did not notice. Um, for example, all the things that Bill Belichick had to go through um, to become the head coach of the Patriots. I didn't realize how much pain and suffering he had went through at the hands of Bill Parcells. And, um, you know, according to this book, Bill was just, there are two different personalities. Bill was very, Bill uh, Belichick was very quiet, very calculated, very introverted, but he was quoted as a genius. And then Bill Parcells was, you know, loud, aggressive. The players supported him. He had a a ferocity about him. And it was just shocking to realize, you know, you see people on TV and you're like, man, he's all that. You know, he's got everything he needs. He don't need nothing. You know, and then you read kind of the backstory and you're like, wow, you know, he had to put up with a lot of rejection to become the head coach of the Patriots. And I thought what was most impressive, and this is um, going to go back into my story about resiliency, is Tom Brady had to face, he had to go through resilience, a period of resilience to become the quarterback that he was meant to be. And this part I didn't know about him. But he was um, in California, and I think it was Cal State. He could have went to Cal State, or he could have left his family. And Cal State, I guess, was near his house. And so he was saying, I could have home-cooked meals on the weekend. I could have all my friends and my parents and all these people surrounding me. But inside his heart, he really wanted to go to Michigan. And he visited Michigan, and he didn't like it. It was cold, it was damp, 
Um, the people weren't nice. It's a hard, tough program, the Michigan Wolverines. And it was just interesting to me how he, he, he decided, you know what, I'm going to leave. I'm not going to take the easy way out. I'm going to do what my heart is telling me to do, even though I know that it's going to cost me a couple years of pain and rejection and heartache and basically all the things that he knew what he wanted to be and he knew Tom Brady knew what he wanted to be and what he wanted to do but he had to go through a period I guess you could say in a spiritual sense he had to go through a period of testing you know can you handle the position that you really want which is the starting quarterback and so long story short he goes and um, you know he's he's never he didn't really start his first two years and the coach was swapping him in and out with the current starter but the current starter would get the team to lose and toward the end of the game he would put Brady in and Brady would succeed and bring him the victory and so he was becoming that and I just got to think about resiliency and he kept saying I had to go through that period of time And that brings me back to what I had to go through in going through the Navy. You know, I knew in my heart that I wanted to join the military. And after I became a Christian, I really felt like it was God's calling for me. This is where I needed to go next. I could have stayed at Amazon. I was working at Amazon at the time, and I just... I knew there was something more inside of me than, you know, just working logistics for the rest of my life. I needed a foundation platform to start to build off of. And I knew that the Navy would pay for college. That was my initial aim. I wanted the GI Bill. My goal from the outset was to leave college debt free. And that is still my goal today. And I'm approaching 30 years old. But you know what? I don't owe a dime to any school. I'm still pursuing that vision today. But anyway, the resilience part. You know, I've done a lot of personality researching. And I think it's funny because I took some personality tests and they said jobs you should not take that just do not aren't compatible with you one was military the other was police and lo and behold that's the job that I chose now and I sort of did it in a, in a resilience kind of way I wanted to go I needed to go through some hard times I wanted to pick a job that was completely opposite of my personality like your ideal position for your personality and I really did it because uh, for one my grandpa he was in the Navy and he had retired after 30 years he was in the Navy so that was military and then my other grandfather was chief of police of my hometown and so that was police and I just I don't know put the two together in my mind I was like military police huh I really wanted to do it to honor my family 
and I just had no idea what I was asking for. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, they're long gone, and you know, here I am, you know, sitting on a guard shack, doing this job, checking IDs, and I'm like, <laughs> looking back, and I'm like, why did I choose this job? <laughs> you know, and it was tough um, because everybody, when I got in the Navy, and I did get that job. Everybody in the precinct was just so gung-ho Navy, you know, man, we can't wait to go, um, you know, take care of and do law enforcement. You know, we can't wait to arrest somebody and put them in the back of the car, man. We, we can't wait for drills that makes your heart pound a hundred miles an hour. And, and, <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, what kind of career is this? Where I'm stressed out to the max and that's that's really what I didn't like about being a first responder now God bless first responders good grief I couldn't do it <laughs> you know what's really funny is uh, I just took a job as a, a part-time security officer and I thought man this would be the last time that I do security here I am doing security on the weekends and it's just uh, something to never leave but I say that because that job just, it was so painful and I wanted to leave. I remember one time I was in the guard shack and I was like counting the days, counting the months until I knew I could get 100% on the GI Bill and I was going to get out. I was done. And then <laughs> I remember praying about it. I was like, Lord, I don't know if I want to get out or not, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've met my time and I'm, I'm ready to get out of here. And then, what do you know? There was a way out. You could have taken the way out. There was a, a thing, I don't remember what it's called, but it was a program you could take where if you got signed up for college, you could leave a year before your contract ends. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take that. Somebody else had gotten that way out. And I was, <laughs> I was so jealous. That girl had gotten out. She knew she wanted to be in law enforcement. She wanted to do civilian law enforcement work, and she got out, and she was gone. I was like, man, I want that way out. And so I was getting the paperwork ready, and then I read an article in the Navy Times where the admiral, some high-up admiral, some guy, said that now he's going to cancel all those applications um, for that program. And I was ready for that program, and I thought, well, I guess that door's closed. So, yeah, I duped it out uh, for the next year and a half. <laughs> and it wasn't like the job was hard. You know, you were sitting around in the patrol vehicle. It was just being in the service as tough as it is. And then being a first responder, which I had no personality for, but, I, I mean, I, I did the best that I could. And then you were overseas. And then it was day after day after day after day, year after year after year. So it started to really grind on my soul. But I had to build that resiliency. And now that I'm out, I think back, I kind of wish I had a little bit of that back. Because that was when I was, that's when I was hungry. That's when I was growing. That's when, you know, you really get to find out what you're made of. Do you really want it as bad as you say you do? Do you really want to, you know, get through the military as bad as you say you do? Do you really want to get out as, as, as bad as you say you do? And all those things just 
reading that book and and seeing Tom Brady talk about a period of resilience just brought up the fact that resilience is the key to long-lasting success. Resilience is is such a friend to your soul. I would rather go through resilient times that I know that aren't going to last versus a long period of my soul suffering because I know I'm not doing what I was born to do. I'm not going in the direction I know in my heart I should be going on. And that's what I wanted to share with you guys today that resiliency is such a benefit. And and Tom said I have to embrace resiliency. And I thought, man, I need to get that mindset back that I need to embrace resiliency. Embrace the cost. Because it's, it's one of those things, and it's like Bill Belichick was, was saying, he was looking for players on the NFL football team. And he said, I'm not looking for big, fast, strong. You know, we can get that. What I'm looking for is the intangibles, quote unquote, intangibles, things that aren't so seen, character qualities that just can't, you know, you can't be born with it. They have to be developed. You have to purposely go through it yourself. And that was like when Tom was sitting down in his college and he said, I I don't feel welcome here at Michigan. And he says, you know what, if you want to be the best quarterback, you got to go through it. This is going to be a journey for yourself and nobody else, only you. And so you can see that that Tom, Tom took that to heart. And so I just wanted to share this with you guys, um, an inspiring thought. And the book, if you're interested, is The Dynasty by Jeff, let me see here, Jeff Benedict, The Dynasty. It's about the Patriots Dynasty. But I would... Um, encourage you to get your hands on something about resiliency or think back to the times where you had to purposefully be resilient or maybe you're going through a resilient time right now it could be anything and um, I want to encourage you to embrace resiliency because it is a key character quality to long-lasting success thank you